0: Welcome to a special and the writer is update. One of our favorite guests, BB Rexa, has had an insane year since we released her episode. Meant to be her song featuring Florida Georgia Lion was number one for more than 20 weeks on the country charts. Her debut album, Expectations, was just released and was RIAA certified gold on the first day. And we just wanted to catch up with BB while she's on the road performing and touring and promoting her music. Welcome back.
1: Phoebe Rexa. Hey, Ross.
0: Hello. Okay, so one, I'm going to selfishly ask this, which is um, you're the first guest that we've ever had come back and do an update or anything like that. Um, obviously, it's been an extraordinary year. And I just wanted to ask, from your perspective, how was it, um, having been on this show or this podcast, Um how did that influence any next steps for you? And also, how did you feel about this last year? I mean, it's just been insane. So I'm gonna just let you talk.
1: Um, it's been awesome. You know, I've gotten so many calls and like even from my fans, tweets, and uh, a lot of people that are um, aspiring songwriters and artists. They told me that they've listened. They told me that they listen to the podcast, and um, I feel like uh, you know they said that they, a lot of more. They feel a lot more connected to me. And then some people have said that it gave them a lot of hope for, um, you know, being in the music business. And I've gotten a lot of really cool, um, uh, positive, um, reviews on it. So I think that this, this podcast is really important to helping a lot of aspiring, um, musicians, songwriters, producers, as well as people in the music business so they know that they're not alone <laughs> and they're not crazy, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, we've I don't know if we've had a, an episode that got uh more positive feedback, so thank you for that. But let's go to the the craziness which is meant to be and how insane it is. I mean, when we were talking, there there've been times where we've talked before where he said, I don't know, I just have a feeling like maybe country music is where I should have been. Or I always thought that I would have ended up in country music. And there's no way yeah. you could have planned this. So how did this happen?
1: You know, uh, it happened like super last minute. My manager, Adam, like hit me up and was like, listen, border Jordan line this country act is at, uh, the sense of marquee at the studio in the basement. And they had a session, I think with Charlie booth and it was canceled. Um, and they were doing like double sessions every day. Uh, and the manager was like, "Why don't you go in and write a song with them? You just never know." And I had a, a session that day that didn't go so well, and I was like over it, and I didn't want to go. Uh, I mean, they're great artists and they're amazing. I'd love to work. I wanted to work with them, but I was just so burnt out from my last session because I hadn't written anything good that day. We wrote a shitty song, and I was like, I just don't want to do anything. Uh, for some reason, I ended up going. And I was so nervous because I was like, I don't know how to write a country song. Like, where do I start? And I ended up going in there. And for some reason, I was just super honest with Tyler. He just was super, it's just like, you could like really talk to him. And I was like, listen, I don't know. I've never done this before. And I'm very, very nervous. And I don't know if I should write what I think a country song should be. And he was like, No, 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 you don't understand. Like, we're, we're here because we want you to do what you do best. And we just want you to be you. You know, he's like, I don't want you going in the booth singing with a country accent. Cause that wouldn't be real. So, um, I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I guess so. You know? And then he was like, he had told me, uh, pre, you know, that his wife told him in this, in the, um, elevator that if it was meant to, you know, if it's meant to be for us to write a great song, then it'll happen. So I was just sitting there and I was like, great, that's a perfect, like, let's just write about that. Um, and then, you know, the um, the producer, uh, David Garcia, started playing the chords. And I just went, if it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, they just said it be. And then Tyler came in with the, rah, let me you know it's like it's funny because you can break down the hook and it's it's just this perfect mix I think of country and pop and and just us being honest to ourselves
0: how do you feel personally dealing with that big of a song I mean to go from you know a lot of the songs you've had that have been big you've been you know it's I know this was another collaboration, but this was one where you were the marquee artist, and and you know another marquee artist was featuring on your song for once. Um, how did you feel? How does it feel? Like I mean, it's got to be a a different. It's a different thing when you're going and being the one who's promoting the song. You know what I mean?
1: It's weird because I'm like I'm not a country artist, you know, and I was like I just can't accept the fact that. Like I can't accept. Like I felt weird accepting accepting the success of the song and like thinking that it's mine. But you know we had written this incredible record and my manager felt really strongly about it. He's like, let's put it on your EP. You know, even though it's, it's way different than all the other songs, but it's so special. And if we don't put it on there, um, I think Florida Georgia Line was going to put it out maybe like a year and a half or two years after that. And we were like, we just can't have the song sit for two years. It would just it would have sat on a computer and just died. Um, so for me, it was more of like a, it was awesome and it's cool and it's opened so many doors, but for me, it was more of like a great, like, you know, a really special song, another hit. Um, and, and, and I, I of course it felt connected because I was part of co-writing it, but I just felt, it felt really weird. It was confusing. <laughs> but then, you know, I've learned to, um, like accept it and be like, you know what? All my favorite artists of all time have taken risks, and I was like, you know what, this is pretty fucking cool. The fact that I can go from a record with G.E.Z. to um, to a to Florida, you know, to a Florida Georgia Line record, and then have success with like, a couple-
0: sorry, we lost you there, but, um, you know, you were talking about how you went from G.E.Z. to Florida Georgia Line, and that that is awesome. I mean, that's one of the things that we talked about. When we, you know, now you've had David Guetta and Eminem and Rihanna and Florida Georgia Line and G Easy, and there's no, Yeah. it if anything, it just think- proves that you're obviously on a different path than everybody else, which is what we all kind of strive for, right? Yeah, I guess
1: so. You know, like you always, like, I guess the grass is always green on the other side because I would have been like, I've always been like, fuck, I've always had these um with these incredible collaborations and I just want to have like my own song out, you know, and I think that's like my next goal, but I think the goal, I think the music business has changed so much and I think it's just about putting out great songs and, you know, you see like so many collaborations happening and that's why with this album, I wanted to make sure that I kept the collaborations like, you know, not I didn't want so many collaborations and I just wanted to write records that were really about me and I wanted to give the fans like, like I wanted to, I think my fans know, but I wanted to put on an album that was just really me, you know, just like, so, and then it's just like, sometimes the collaborations have to feel right and honest and stuff. So, um, and I think, I think I, I have to, and I'm still learning, like it's just about like accepting like what the world throws at you. And I think the most incredible thing is that, like my mom reminds me, she's like, "Listen, you could still be sitting in Staten Island in my basement, trying to have anybody notice you and sell any tickets and sell any copies of a song. So to like have, you know, success with all these records is like is cool, you know. And 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 um, I guess that's that's she's right, you know.
0: I mean, maybe one of the craziest parts of this is that it." It really got in line, you know, all the people around you enough that your album's finally coming out, and anybody who knows you or knows of you knows that you've been in the business for a minute and you've been signed for a while, and there, there's always been a talk of the album coming out, and do you have a song yeah. that for BB or does BB will you write with BB? She's, yeah. you know, someday she's gonna have this and that, and then all of a sudden you have a bunch of number one songs and you're finally releasing your debut after 10 years, you know? Um,
1: You know, somebody told me recently, like, you know, in the music business, they said that you were like, at one point you were done. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, you know what? Good. I'm glad I'm here. I think for me, it was also like finding the right team. And, um, and it's, that's like the hardest thing is just finding a good team of people that really believe in you and, And can really, and really know who you truly are and put the right stuff out. I think. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, with especially with my record label right now, it's changed so much. And, you know, there's been new people coming in and it's so much stronger. And I think that I got signed to my record label. I was a, it was a blessing getting signed to Warner because, you know, I got signed and that's, that's awesome. But I think that I got signed at a time where um, it was kind of... There was no real like, and it's terrible to say, and I shouldn't talk about this, but there was no real leadership, and, and I remember having myself and I, and nobody believing in it, and 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 you know, I think now you could you could sense the change, you could feel the change, you know, the last year of all the new people coming in and just really like a good team around me, and and that's a blessing, you know. So it took five years, but I feel like here we are, and and that's awesome, you know.
0: You know, we had done. Um, uh after we did Dan Wilson's interview, we did that one live, and and a guy came up afterwards who said that your interview... He works at Warner, and he said your interview was something that they wish that they had when they signed you because it really helped explain who you were and where you came from. And you yeah. know I think yeah. one of the things with you having the songs that have come out and and putting yourself out there emotionally has allowed people to learn more about who you are as a human and when you're a unique person and you're able to be a part of all these different genres it's because you think of music differently and it takes it you know you come from a different place literally you know so it's it's just good to see people recognize you for being you which i guess kind of brings up the last thing that i wanted to talk about which is I don't know, do you have any fear of standing on your own? I mean, it's strange when you've had collaborators. I mean, how do you feel about, you know, the next single, I'm a mess, doesn't have a feature on it, at least not that I've seen. Um, how do you feel about it?
1: Um, it's scary, um, and um, you just never know. Uh, and if it if it works, it's, it, was, it would be amazing. If not, you know, you write more songs. And that's one thing I've learned. I've put out so many... Singles and, and records, and uh, that that sucked. And I mean, not sucked, but nobody really liked, and or liked, but not like was, they weren't like hugely successful. And you just move on, and you just put out like something better, and 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 that's the, the whole point is the whole I think the whole thing in this in the music business is is believing in yourself. But the most important thing is um, being resilient. And you know, it sounds corny, but it's like it's not about not getting knocked down. It's really, it truly is about how you get back up. Um, and, I, and I've been knocked down so many times that I don't think, I really truly really don't believe that anybody could knock me down to the point of not getting back up. And if there was somebody who could do that, it'll be me. Um, and, yeah. and and that would be a a thought out thing or something. You know what I mean? That's like when I want a break or whatever. But for me, it's like nobody's going to knock me down. It's just, It's just, you gotta just be resilient. And I think a lot of people in the music business know that if you keep going and you truly work on your craft and you love what you do, it doesn't matter if you fail, you just keep going. I remember at one point when everybody, I know this is where to bring somebody else in, where like, you know, and I look up to Pharrell, he's one of my favorites, and I remember somebody talking about him before Happy came out and being like, oh yeah, he's done. And then, and then he had a hit, and then the whole music business was like, oh my gosh, he's back again, he's hotter than ever. And it's like the music business sometimes like, get so, like, hypocritical, and people have no idea what they're talking about sometimes. If somebody's been successful yeah. once, they've done it, they've done it more than you, the other people who talk shit about them have. And it's like, you never count anyone out. Everybody's always a hit away. And in the end of the day, it's really about a great song and people connecting to it. And I think that, especially in the pop world, and, you know, the pop, you know, and the labels and stuff like that, it's truly just about like love and and really supporting the artist because you just never know, um, and and that's it. You know, I, I feel like just get back up and, and be resilient and be loving. That's it.
0: And fuck wow. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so real because we're it being a songwriter, producer, artist, any of those things. You hear all of it, and and it always feels like. You're, you know, you're only good as your your last hit or whatever it is. It's and- true,
1: it's it, you know, it's true, but you got to look back. You know, it's like right. You've got like you know when people like meet from fun of Ryan Carey, like no, she's fucking Ryan Terry. She's had how many hits? Like stop. You know what I mean? It's fucking Ryan Carey She will forever make millions and millions of dollars off her Christmas song. Stop talking shit about artists that have had success back in the day just that because just because they're not relevant right now. You know what I mean? And I right. think that's the number one big problem also. It's like, she will come back every, like, if they keep going, like, somebody, they're going to always come back because they're fucking real true artists. And I think that's the whole right. thing about the music business. But, you know, you got to, like, I think the one thing about the music business is, like, sometimes people get so consumed by their egos and by money. And, and of course, in a sense, the artists are products. But you've got to remember where why you started, and the first time you walk into a studio, or work with an artist, or produce a song, or the way you felt when you walked into a record label for the first time, which is like the feeling of being happy and being like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting! I love music, and I get to be a part of it." And that's the key.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that you're good at is that you know you put on headphones and and you're in a studio, and a track comes. You're not. Personally, very good at thinking like, "Oh, I wonder how much money this song's gonna make me." <laughs> like, you're you're you are you you are you are too emotional for that. Like, you'll put your headphones yeah, on. You're like, finally. <laughs>
1: it's start everything up. Somebody walks in the studio and goes, "Let's try a to smash today." And like, I'm like, "Fuck you, get the fuck out." Like, right. the first thing I tell yeah. people in the room that I told on this album, I said, every time I walk in the room when we were writing expectations, I said, "Listen." We're. I want to take risks. I want to push. Yeah. I'd rather write the worst song ever than walk out of here with a mediocre song. I if yeah. I can't do that, I said we're gonna push and we're gonna gonna write something really great or the worst shit ever. And you know what? I ra- I'd rather take the risk than being a boring, basic artist who doesn't have a story, who just stands there and just tries to make millions of dollars and has a mansion. But like, what do you really stand for? You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, it's something deeper. And and that's
0: it. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And uh, I think the, you know, the industry and the pop community is obviously close to you because, you know, it's, it's a very familial environment. I you know everyone's really proud of you. everyone's rooting for you, and it's been so fun to watch this last year and and there's just you know when you say you know that some people would say that you know some people are finished or whatever, but this this feels like a good fuck you not just to those haters, but it it, like from you, it feels like it's the whole community being like, no, we all spend time on artists because we believe in this person. And it's nice to see like the family win. It's always a it's always a plus and it's always a pleasure having time with you. Thank you, Ross. And
1: I just want to say one thing. It's not about me seeing better towards that community because I love them so much, but I just feel like as a community, especially in the pop world, I feel like we could we could create so much more incredible things and and really have much more fun like supporting each other. And you know, from like you know, I was in Nashville and the love that I felt from the country community. It's like when we wrote when we wrote "Meant to Be." The day after Tyler sent us an invitation, Tyler from a Florida Georgia Line, his manager hit us up and was like, "Come on, we're gonna fly you and your whole team out to Nashville." And I was like, "What?" I was like, we just wrote the song. He's like, no, we wrote an amazing song. We've got to celebrate it. And I was like, what? This is so weird. And then we had like a number one party the other day. And and that was so different to me. So I'm like, I wish the pop world, you know, there's, I I have so much love for it, but I just wish that we could all support each other more and show each each other so much more love because there's so many incredibly talented people that I'm like, I wish I could just hang out with them more. You know what I mean? So
0: that's just all to a place of love. I, I think that's 100%, right? And I, I would challenge you know major publishers and major labels to find a way to celebrate when they have a number one song on Billboard or on radio. It doesn't matter the format. The reality is it's so difficult, and whoever goes out there... Uh, and start celebrating their writers and their producers appropriately in the pop community. It'll come back tenfold to them. So what you see in the I the country, yeah, I mean the the pop world can uh, can learn a lot from how much the country world celebrates the writer. Um, but I'm excited for your album to come out next week. Um, and uh, thank you so much. Huh? Call me when you're back in town. We'll hang yeah that's
1: right <laughs> thank you all so thank you.
0: much all right i'll talk to you later all right thank you bye